0: Now, it's time for 2010 National Sports Writer of the Year, Peter King from MMQB on the NFL on TuneIn. Peter, you know the Giant organization and their culture well. The 49ers picking up their first victory today against the Giants, San Francisco, with almost 500 yards of total offense. Giants have given up 82 points in the last two games. Do you think Ben McAdoo's going to last for the rest of the season?
1: I think he's going to last for the season, barring... Uh, you know, an absolute insurgency inside this team. Uh, but the way they're playing right now, I can't see him lasting beyond this season. You know, there's only been one coach in the history of the New York giants in the last 80 years who's gotten fired after two years or less. And that's Ray Hanley 25 years ago, after two years succeeding Bill Parcells. And uh, I think uh, it's probably going to happen to Ben McAdoo. Uh, but just remember one thing. The reason why I don't say it's automatic is very simple, that the, the the guy who owns this team is his father's son. Wellington Mara was one of the most patient men in NFL history, and John Mara doesn't make people walk the plank without giving them every chance. And so we'll see what happens the rest of the way, but I'd be very surprised if McAdoo didn't walk uh, on January 1st.
2: Hey Peter Vontes Burfeit is no stranger to extracurricular activities or or fines and his head coach Marvin Lewis has made, you know, several attempts to justify his behavior but he's flagged today after a late hit and then he makes contact with the official and then he's ejected for, from the game. A- at what point does the league or the Bengals say enough is enough and move on past Vontes Burfeit?
1: Well, I don't think the Bengals are going to do that because if you look at the Bengals uh, Nick, what they have done consistently over the years is they have, they have uh, basically, I don't want to say enabled, but they have kept guys on their team longer than most, uh, most people ha- have done. And so whether it be, uh, you know, Adam Jones, uh, you know, whether it be others over the years who've had a very difficult time with authority, Uh, I just look at this and I say, I I mean, look, I've had enough of perfect, and I think America has. uh, But I think the Bengals think he's a good enough player that they're going to stick with him.
0: Taking you around the league with Peter King of the MMQB. Peter, what's your view of the myriad of reports about the escalating tension between Jerry Jones, Roger Goodell, and now other owners getting involved?
1: Well, I wrote one of those reports this morning, right. and uh, what what happened, uh, what's going on right now is, uh, you know, uh, beyond the shadow of a doubt, there's, th- this is really set up as something very, very different than I think we have ever seen uh, in the Roger Goodell era. That's in the, the 11 years since he's been commissioner. There is an openly defiant owner, a big-time owner who is turned anti-Goodell and who essentially uh, has been uh, has been a uh, is going to be, I think, until he signs his contract to Thorne and Roger Goodell's side, and that's Jerry Jones. I think the one difference here is, or the, or the one thing here, I don't know that Jones is going to have enough ammo to get Goodell out, which clearly he would like to do. Um, and, and I also think that the report by Adam Schefter today and Chris Mortensen that of what Goodell's demands are. I mean, if that's true, that is a scary and tone deaf demand by Roger Goodell uh, or contract request that I can tell you. Uh, I'd, I mean, I'd be, I'd be shocked if it ever, if they ever did that, but I've never seen the tension uh, around Roger Goodell, around the owners in this league, uh, since Goodell took over in on September 1, 2006, that I'm seeing now and not even close.
2: Peter, you know, sticking with the Dallas Cowboys, we all know about the uh, Ezekiel Elliott issue and the fact that he's now going to be suspended and he's not going to come back to the back half of the season. But, you know, I, I read something earlier today that he is looking to uh, take a trip outside the country to kind of uh, refocus himself and retune himself mentally. But I ask you, With that in mind, how is he going to prepare himself for the return and possibly to help the Dallas Cowboys solidify what I'm thinking is going to be a wild-card spot?
1: Oh, I don't know what he's going to do. I'm sure he's going to work out. But, you know, really, you can only work out so long. I mean, what, what are you going to do, spend the entire day going to a training facility and work out three times? I mean, at some point, you know, Ezekiel Elliott this entire year has been trying over and over and over again to get reinstated he hasn't been able to do it so now he's going away I don't think it's a big deal at all uh, I saw the Ian Rappaport report and I, I'm sure that he's going to comply with whatever uh, physically he should be doing along the way and he'll come back and and uh, he'll, he'll be he'll play well when he comes back the only thing is look at the Dallas Cowboys right now five and four. Three games out of the NFC East lead. Highly, highly, highly unlikely they'll be able to catch Philadelphia for that lead. So they need to at least go to 500, so that he's going to have a chance to come back and help them get a playoff bird.
0: Finally, Peter, Eagles with the best record in all of football. But do the Rams remain the best story? Another comprehensive win today over the Texans who were reeling without Deshaun Watson.
1: How about the Rams and the Saints? I mean, the Saints are just killing people. How in the world can the Saints score over 40 points and Drew Brees not throw a touchdown pass? It's a historic time for the Saints. But you're right. I mean, the Rams and the Saints are going to make this a very, very entertaining pennant race down the stretch.
0: Peter, as always, we value the insights. Enjoy Sunday Night Football. We'll chat with you on Tuesday on NFL No Huddle. Thanks so much. The NFL is on tune in first and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from one to 8 p.m. Eastern.